Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business. My mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing is either hurting or helping your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, I tackle a question that I have gotten from people for years. They always ask me, how can the competition charge such low prices and what should I do about it? There is a lot to this and a lot of reasons why they might charge different prices. And in order to know what to do, you have to understand what those differences are. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. I'm Janine, your hostess. I'm super excited to have you here with me today. We are going to take a look at a question that I get asked all the time. Here's what it is. People come to me and they say, you know, Janine, how come my competition can charge such a low price and what should I do about it? Now, most people, when they come to me with this question is because they are completely exasperated. They are just at the end of their rope. They don't understand how the competition can charge such a low price and yet still appear to be making a profit. They do the calculations on their side and they see that if they offered it at that price, they would never be able to get anywhere with it profit-wise in their business. They're really frustrated because on the one hand, they feel like to, in order to get clients, they have to be down in that range as well, but they don't actually see a future for their business. What I wanted to do with you guys today is break this down a bit and take a look at some of the different things that you need to understand when it comes to pricing so that you understand where those low prices might be coming from, and then you can judge better whether or not it's suitable for your business. And then we'll talk about what you can and or should be doing in response to that. So let's dig right in and have a look. So now the first thing that when I see really low prices that I ask myself is who are they targeting? Because quite frankly, if you're offering, let's say you're a hairdresser and you're offering haircuts, if you're targeting people in one demographic versus another, then you will have very different prices. So here where I live, I remember there was a a hair salon in town and their sign in front of the shop said, easy easy appointment, easy price, easy hair, or something like that. And so obviously they were going after people who were looking for something that was really simple and basic and easy, as opposed to a more luxurious experience, which then also meant that their price was going to be easy. In other words, a little bit lower than the rest of the gang, right? So this is a really important thing to understand when you see a competitor who has prices that seem really, really low, it may be that they're targeting a different customer group than you are. And if that's the case, then there may be a very good reason why their prices are that low. 
So that's one thing to think about. If you're targeting a group that's looking for a richer experience or looking for an experience from you or a product from you that is bringing more value, then of course you wouldn't charge those bargain basement prices. Now the second thing I would start to ask myself when I see really low prices is how are they perceiving the value that they offer or have they even really considered or looked at the value? Especially with a lot of small businesses, they kind of miss the boat on the whole concept of value. It seems a little bit out of out of touch or a little bit foggy for them. They don't really pay that much attention to it and they rely on things that are more concrete like their costs and what their other competitors are doing. But when you're looking at value, then you start to see the opportunity for your business to charge or have higher prices. Now, if they perceive the value of what they offer as really low, then of course they will have lower prices. And if they're not really paying attention to value at all, then they may also get in this cycle of having lower prices. So those are two big considerations when you're looking at a competitor, who are they targeting and how are they perceiving value? Those could be two reasons why they have such low prices. It may be by design because that's who they're targeting and that's what they're looking for is a low value offer, or it could be because they don't really understand the value of what they offer and therefore they have priced it in the wrong way. The next thing I want to talk about is, do they even know how to go about setting the right prices? Like many people, they have no experience or no schooling or real understanding of how to go about setting their prices. It could be that they're just taking a stab in the dark at what price to have and therefore have landed on something relatively low. It could also be that they've done it somewhat intentionally. They think if maybe they were a younger business, they might think, oh, we have to have low prices in order to get clients in. So they intentionally position themselves there. Now, most of us know that that's not going to be a sustainable position to be in for a long period of time, but that does often happen with young businesses. Maybe you don't know whether or not they know how to set their prices, but it could be one reason that they have low prices because they don't really know what they're doing. Next, I think it's important to think about what's their strategy. Another reason that you see very big differences in price aside from the value and who they're targeting is what the strategy is. You have two different types of, not types, but you know, two different ways in which we look at pricing strategy. One is on an overall level. So kind of like, what's my positioning? If you think of an economy-based strategy at one end where you're trying to be a low price leader, and then at the far end, you have your luxury items where you're trying to have the highest price in the market, there's this spectrum. And most businesses will fall somewhere, you know, between those two points. It makes sense, right? Their overall strategy is to be positioned as a low price leader, then of course they're going to have lower prices than the majority of people in the market. And that would be a reason why they have the prices that they have because of that strategy. Now there's another aspect of strategy which is basically on the offer or the product level. You may have an overall strategy of being economy-based, but you may have certain products 
or certain services that you offer where you have slightly different strategies. You'll see this quite a bit, especially in service-based businesses, uh, but you also see this with products. If we go to say like the razor blade model, where you sell the original razor blade and and the little thing that you put the razors in at a relatively low price. But then when people need to buy replacement blades, they pay a lot more for it. Same with printers, right? The printer itself is really cheap, but the ink is very expensive. It could be that for, you know, whatever your competition is offering it, they see it as something that's like an entry offer. Whereas you might be using it as your signature offer. Sometimes you see this like with a challenge. So some businesses, if they run a 10 day challenge, this is really to get people in the door at a low price that they upgrade to a more signature offer later. But then you have other businesses where the challenge is like the main thing that they offer. They're going to position the price for that differently. That's what I mean by the strategy at a product or an offer level. It could be different that you have one strategy with it and they have a different one and that's why their price is so much lower than what you would price it at in your business. The last thing that you have is what I call tactics. Sometimes what people will do if they know they're going to be in an industry where they do a lot of discounting, you know, there are certain cultures that are known for discounting being part of the process. Oftentimes what you'll see is they'll start with higher prices so that they, when they discount, they get to a lower price. Now, if you're in an industry or if you're in a culture or region where you don't plan on doing that discounting, then you may set your prices lower to begin with. Now, at the end of the day, two different businesses who have these two different tactics in play may end up at a very similar end price point. But at the very beginning, it looks like there's a big price disparity between the two. Again, this goes down to how are they handling pricing within the business or directly with their customers, and how is that different from what you might be doing? You can see from these examples that there are a lot of reasons why someone might have one price over another price for the same product. Let me just briefly recap those. It could be based on who they're targeting. It could be based on how they perceive the value on how they go about setting their prices, on the strategy they use, both at an overall level or on a per product or per offer basis. It could also be tactically what they're doing. Another thing that it could be, the last thing is really, you know, what are their profit margins? So some companies are you know, going for very lean margins, other companies may be going for more moderate or larger margins. Again, it's all part of their overall strategy. But if they're targeting something that is much leaner, if they're looking to operate much more leanly than you are, then they may come at a different price point when they're doing those calculations or going through the process of setting their prices. Again, it's just another thing to consider in the mix. Now, the second part of the question, how come my competition could charge such a low price and what should I do about it? Oh, before I get to the second part, let me say something else on the profitability. Now, from the outside, they may look like they're profitable, 
but maybe they aren't as profitable as they appear. Or maybe they're earning their profit on different parts of the offer than you are. You can't just assume because someone has a business and they're operating that they're actually making money because it may very well not be. That's one of the reasons you have to be careful about setting your prices solely based on the competition because you don't necessarily know what's going on behind the scenes. Okay, so back to that second part of our original question, which is what should you do if your competition uh, has really low prices? Should you follow them or not? Well, I think that the answer here is really you need to look at what's right for your business. Now, if you've decided you are going to be the low price leader, then in order to achieve that, yeah, you're probably going to have to be down at the bottom end of the barrel with with your competition. But you need to make sure that you have a business model behind that that allows you to achieve the profitability that you're looking for. Of course, if you don't, then you will just lose money and eventually have to close the doors because you won't have a sustainable business model. But if you're looking to be good value for money or you're looking to be more towards the luxury end of things, then of course you wouldn't want to benchmark yourself against them or price in the same range that they are because that would not make sense for your customers, for the value that your products and services or software deliver. This is why I want it's so important when you are setting prices, especially for your signature offers, that you have a very clear process. And most of you know, I use something that goes along the lines of who's the customer, what's the offer, what's the value offer. Then we do a check on where we are competition wise and a profit and and cost and profit check as well. We look at those, all of those things, because then you get a very, like a more holistic view of where your prices can be. And then you can make a more informed decision about where they should be or where you want them to be. So the answer to the question is, what should you do is do what's right for your customers and your business be aware of the competition and have some understanding of where you fit into that picture. But just because somebody has the lowest price doesn't mean you have to as well. In fact, it might be better for your business to be one of the companies that has a higher price rather than a lower one. But that is a topic we will save for another day. I hope that I've clarified a bit here, you know, what are some of the reasons why you see such big price differences out in the marketplace? Because that's really at the heart of this question. And then giving you some understanding about, you know, how do you take that into consideration when you are setting your prices and putting them out there in the market? That is what I wanted to share with you today. I wish you all the best, ladies and gentlemen. It is such a pleasure doing the show, and I love to hear your feedback. You can always reach out to me at thepricinglady.com. I'd love to have uh, your questions for other episodes or people you'd love to see on the show and or your feedback. I wish you all the best. Have a great day. And as always, enjoy pricing, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. 
Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving. Or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy pricing.